You uh, you 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 think we're good? I think we're good. You think so? Hey, uh, I think we're good. We should probably start the podcast. We probably should. You're you're probably right. Okay, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. So, uh, so starting at T minus ten, nine, eight, yeah. seven, uh huh, six, six, yeah. five. Four, three, now, one. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, welcome to my ASMR cat podcast. I'm your boy, Polly D. Polly D? Yeah, I'm Polly D. Why are you Polly D? Because he's he's the owner of the ASMR cat podcast. He's the owner of the ASMR cat podcast? Yeah, that's true. Look it up. I don't want to look it up. I'm just going to take <laughs> your word for it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the World of Peanut Butter Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm Dakota and I am with Trev today. And the only reason that I am doing the intro correctly is out of spite because Jorge Julio is not here. As always. Mm-hmm. Well, what, not as always. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I don't know why I said as always. As always. When he's not here, well, wait, when he's here, you're usually not here. <laughs> to yeah. be fair. I don't know why y'all have opposite schedules like that. It's mostly because I'm avoiding him. Are you? Why are you avoiding him? Because he, uh, I owe him 200 bucks. Why do you owe him $200? You're asking too much here. Why am I asking? What'd you do? What, what bet did you lose? You're asking too much. What bet did you lose? You're asking too much. I am not asking too much. You gotta be real with me. Too much. Come on, be real here. What bet did you lose? Uh. So. What's with the weather these days, man? You know. My God! So this, you're re- really gonna escape? Go to it. Hi. Okay. What? 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 You got something better to talk about? How about that weather? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. No, nah, but seriously, let's let's look at our notes here. See what we've it's got. It's been a been a busy week. Uh. Halo Infinite, I've seen you play in the campaign quite a bit. I've heard you say it's good, question mark? No, yeah, no, it is actually really good. Good. The Halo Infinite podcast, (laughs) oh my god. My brain is in left field. The Uh, Halo Infinite campaign is really good. We're we're recording this later than we usually do, by the way. And we usually (laughs) record after work. So it's after work and late. So both of our brains are pretty fried right now. Ooh, we're hitting that good old double whammy. We're hitting the double whammy. Uh, yeah. Halo Infinite. um, By standards of a 343 game, they finally, like, decently hit it on the head. Um, I don't like that... Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of cool. So... Mm, all right, I won't spoil anything. Wait a minute, what sentence was that? What? I'm tr- I'm trying to brainstorm. <laughs> okay. I'm also trying to piece it piece uh, information together that I can say without spoiling anything. I I did just download the free multiplayer. Oh hello, we can play it together. It's all right. It's, 
I've heard it's not the best, but I am excited mm. for the campaign. I might if if there's like some sort of good deal going on in the winter sale, like twenty percent off because it's a new game, maybe fifteen yeah. percent. I might I might pick it up. You want to know why I have it? Hmm. Because it came out on Game Pass, baby. Came out on Game Pass, so you get to just play yeah. It. Have you I'm played just it on playing Steam it. or on Xbox? I am playing it on my computer, but I'm not playing oh. it through Steam. Hmm. I'm playing it through Xbox on my computer. Got you. It says you've played ten hours of it on Steam. Uh, probably the multiplayer too. Yeah. How did you play ten hours of that meh multiplayer? I didn't even realize I did play ten hours. It says you've played ninety-five minutes recently. Maybe it's counting campaign too. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. But uh, back on track, uh -huh. I will have to say uh, it is better than Halo 4 and 5. But oh. it's not hard. It's definitely not hard to be better than 5. That's that's oh. for certain. As someone who has now played through the first few missions of Halo 4. That is correct. Gotta say, I hate to say this. And correct me if I'm... But, this is this is my opinion. I'm gonna. Uh, this is my opinion. All right. Feels like uh, a discount Doom 2016. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Halo. It doesn't feel like Halo. I've pl from playing Halo one, two, three, three D ODST, all of those those four games and Halo Reach. Yeah. Those are Halo games. Yeah, and Halo they feel thorough. Is like, you took. Like. It's like, you're playing, uh, uh, it's like you're playing uh, Doom yeah. and then reskinned it to be Halo. It's, it's like Doom 2016 and reskinned it to be Halo. But back in like 2015, it's like you took Battlefield 3, not even Battlefield 4, you took Battlefield 3, threw a Halo skin <laughs> on it, upgraded the graphics, and slapped together some cool graphics and animations and story. Oh, story's alright. And then just yeah. threw it out there. It's like it doesn't it doesn't play like a Halo game. No. There's definitely a charm on Halo that uh Bungie put that does not that doesn't really transfer over to a new company. I got to admit though, I kind of enjoyed both Halo 1 and 2 more than Halo 3, but I really enjoyed Halo 3 ODST. That's yeah. That's completely fair. That's a good thing. I really enjoyed Halo Three ODST. I loved Halo Reach. Oh yeah, that's I, that's an easy to love game. I kind of want to go back and replay these games by myself a little bit whenever I have. You time. should. You really should because the experience alone is also great. It is great. Being it like definitely immerse yourself in Halo Halo Reach's story. Mm -hmm. Halo Reach and Halo Three ODST is definitely the perfect stories to be like engulfed in alone. Have you seen my new Steam profile picture? I have not. Nah. That should tell you how much I enjoyed Halo 3 ODST. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's an ODST. Yeah, I straight up just made it a cool picture of an ODST. That's awesome. I'm glad you latched onto it because so did I. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen my entire Steam uh, profile? I have actually the odst background mm. the odst profile picture You're that's actually just me ODST helmet. <laughs> i have an odst helmet and i love it so much and eventually we will all get some 
kind of, I kind of want one, but oh, hmm. hold on, let me just send you something real quick. Because uh, ignore the I, fact I, that I've played three and a half hours of Thrillville off the rails, it's kind of a jam, even still. I can't like that's crazy to me. What? Just the thought of Thrillville because that it just feels like a fever dream that happened on my PSP. Legit, dude. You gotta you gotta fucking play Thrillville off the rails. You you played the original Thrillville on your PSP. Yes, I did. But this game is fan fucking tastic. So not only in Thrillville off the rails, if anyone's played it, great like PS2, Wii, early, early PS3 era game. I don't even think it came out on the PS3, but there is a computer port of it available on Steam. And it's actually really good. Uh, but not only does it have like 60 or 80 arcade games, well, they're games, they, they're fake arcade games they made for Thrillville in the game, fully playable. Each one's like 45, 30, 45 minutes long. Each of them, if you want to actually play through and beat the arcade game. They are, many of them are co-op. The single player is a goddamn theme park building sim, sort of. It has a really cool roller coaster building uh, feature. You can also build go-kart tracks. And it's race, all very cool. And race the go-karts against other people. Uh... Whether you can race in two-player, like, versus, or you can race against other people, like, NPCs running around the park. There are sideshow games, which can be as simple as, like, a little, you know, test your strength thing. Or, the game can straight up turn into an FPS game. Yeah, it ranges from a lot. I do remember some, uh, some games just straight up being FPS-like cool robot or like cowboy yeah. games yeah like there's so much to this game and you have like six parks you have to go into and fix up and figure out what i think the enemy company is called globo joy like the story is you have to figure out what they're trying to do to fuck up the park that's it it's real simple like it is like family friendly game but at the same time there's just so much game in the game I would never have taken you to be a Thrillville kind of guy. Why? I don't know. Just did, It just didn't seem to click like that. I am an any game kind of person. <laughs> Legitimately, I will... Dude, I enjoy Stardew Valley just as much as I enjoy Civilization V. Just as much as I enjoy Halo. Just as much as I enjoy Doom. Or Battle Block Theater. You know what's crazy? Fucking Overlord. What? I was never able to enjoy Battle Block Theater. Why not? I have no idea. I wanted to enjoy the game so badly, but I can never. I just never could get into it. Do you have it on Steam? I had it on Xbox, and I played it with friends. And even playing it with friends, I was incredibly bored. You were bored with the game? Yeah. Did you play Castle Crashers? I, I never played Castle Crashers, no. Castle Crashers, wow. Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers, yes. I love both Castle Crashers and Battle Block Theater. I actually played through Battle Block Theater with Lexi. And she loved the game. 
One thing I very much like about Battle Block Theater, though, is I was introduced to a very funny guy. Hmm. Here, can we pause real quick? Uh, yeah. And we are back. All right, sorry about that. All good. So, where were we? Uh, you couldn't enjoy Castle Crashers. No, I've never played Castle, Cra Castle Crashers. Oh, you couldn't enjoy I... Battle Block Theater. That's what it was. Yeah, I but uh, the guy who plays Hattie, mm -hmm. his voice actor is very funny. He's very he awesome. He's is hilarious. Damper, that's his name. Mm -hmm. Very funny. I think a, uh, that's what introduced me to a lot of like different YouTubers, like uh, a lot of the people that he works with. Uh, who I have I personally haven't watched in a while, so I don't remember their names right now. Fair. <laughs> I have the, the I have an idea. Okay. Okay, what's up? There is a game series that I want to play the co-op of specifically with you. Oh? You've probably heard of these games. You might hate them, you might like them. You probably don't like them. It's a horror game series. Uh Do you remember Until Dawn? I do. Okay. Do you know what the company made after that made until dawn made after that? Uh, uh I do not. They've made something called the Dark Pictures Anthology. I have never heard of this. What is this? Okay. So they're on their third game out of four, and they're claiming it to be a season one, so they're going to make more. You're also the only person with a computer that can also run these games. They are very high demanding in graphics right so it's very story driven and also choice driven like each choice every single choice you make will affect the story okay so it's a horror game usually they have five to six characters and you usually in dialogue it gives you two options to say or say nothing and all three of those will completely change everything throughout the story throughout the entire thing and just like in until dawn there is some sort of professor guy who comes in and tells you how you're doing the goal to get the good ending is to complete the story with as little people dead as possible from your party makes sense yeah this game has online co-op So we definitely need to try this. Yes. And basically it lets me control a character and then you control a character and then I control a character and then you control a character. Or we both get into the 3D section and we get to walk around together. That kind of thing. It is really cool. Like a co-op. Uh, it's pretty much a co-op Telltale game. Pretty much. That is pretty much what it is. It's a horror co-op Telltale game. That is like, dude, we, we got to start with the first one, Man of Medan. If you've heard of that one, that's the first one. No. Um, dude, I saw a Let's Play of the third one. And I want to go back and play the others and forget that Let's Play I saw because I want to see how you and I will do. Just complete, Yeah, you want to experience it on your own? I want to experience it on my own. And each character, they actually, for the acting, they did the whole 
motion capture of their face. Okay, that's cool. So yeah, they, they motion had the captured every voice actor's face. Sometimes it didn't mocap right, and but it looks weird. But dude, are you are you on? You're on your computer right now, right? Yeah. Go to Steam and look up Man of Medan and just look at the graphics. And that came out in 2019. And they've already put out three more games after that? Uh, they put out two more after this one. And there's going to be another one. They're, they're coming out with one more, and they're calling all four of them just season one, and they're trying to make a season two. Man... Man of Medan. It's spelled M-E-D-A-N for Medan. Man of Madden. <laughs> Just look at the graphics. It the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan? Yes, sir. It says online PvP in the Steam tag, but it's, it's co-op, basically. It does look very nice. Yeah. This is very high quality, yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. That'd be very interesting to check out. I think it'd be really fun. Obviously, we'd wait until like the winter sale to pick this one up. But yeah, just to save a few bucks. Mm -hmm. I think I don't think we're too. I think it'd be really cool to play. Yeah, that'd be sick. Do because we have uh, uh, just like a little mini let's play. Mm -hmm. Oh, these games are long. Actually, I should mention. Mm. Um, they can run about 6 to 12 hours <laughs> gonna be in for the long run yeah but I just think it's really cool I mean obviously the worse we do the shorter the game is going to be <laughs> should we try to speed run it what I don't, I don't think that'd be a good idea you sure you, are, is your goal going to be get everyone dead cause that'd be real easy hmm that there's, doesn't sound too bad of an idea. The most annoying thing about these games I've noticed, though, is there's a lot of quick time events in the action scenes. Like there, of course will, there are, yeah. There'll be I a long those. cut scene, and then it won't even warn you straight into a quick time event, and if you miss it, the character could die. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of uh, that was a lot of that happened in Until Dawn. I remember. Yeah, but I need to mention that every Dark Pictures anthology game as I've seen from what I've seen of them are better than Until Dawn easily. Until Dawn was actually a prototype for this. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Cause Until Dawn was pretty rough around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't it kind of nice to know that that was just like a prototype game? The fact that it's a prototype makes it very impressive because it was, though a little rough around the edges, was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't like a prototype prototype, but it was like... The begin the first one. It was the first one. It's not a part of the Dark Pictures anthology, though. The, the one that's coming out next year is called Devil in Me. Oh? And it's... Oh my god, it's H.H. H. Holmes. H.H. H. Who's that? H.H. H. Holmes is America's first serial killer. Oh. He Lovely. Owned, he owned a hotel. They called it the Murder Castle. He designed... He literally had the hotel designed and built 
with secret passageways and secret corridors and secret rooms. So he could secretly enter any hotel room of his choosing, grab someone, and secretly leave the room and nobody would know he was there. That's completely insane. It is very insane. Underneath the hotel, they found many skeletons. Why would you do this? I don't know. But people are messed up. The game about the 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 Dark Pictures anthology game is it says a group of documentary filmmakers receive a mysterious invite to a replica of the murder castle of H.H. H. Holmes. I would never even step foot into even a replica. No, that would be completely terrifying. I don't know if that hotel is still standing or they tore it down. I would hope they tore it down. I would hope they tore it down, too. If I'm not mistaken, H.H. H. Holmes had a tendency to go for petite, young, white, blonde women. Oh, shocker. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that's not a common theme with these crazy people. What is it with that? Gee, take a guess. I don't know. They like conventional beauty. Sure. <laughs> what? I don't... So these people are crazy. <laughs> They're going after, ooh, woman. Oh, I can't. It's good that I can't make sense of it. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to. But it's like it's just so outlandish to me. Yeah, you should, we're trying to, like, we're trying to, um, what's the word? Make sense of it, but it just doesn't. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, I understand, like, the idea of, like, I want to fucking kill that person. You don't actually, though. Right? One thing that I've realized as of late is that internal dialogue is something that you can't censor. It's just going to happen. As long as it's not external, who cares? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's a little crazy in their head. Yeah. Like, everybody has said to themselves, I'm going to fucking kill that person. But you don't (laughs) actually want to kill them, you know? In some people's case, they do, but why? Those people we call insane. Those people we call crazy. I just don't, I don't get it. It's good that I don't, but at the same time, what What the fuck? I'm just going to say this real quick. Uh, if anyone wants to kill anyone, I'm not going to be friends with you. <laughs> just it's just how it is. It doesn't. Ooh, do you want to hear something very nice? Sure. We can use uh, that pick-me-up right now. A little, it's a little bit of a pick-me-up, a little bit of an exciting thing. Uh, currently, at, as this time of recording, and until the 13th, mm-hmm. Red Dead 2, which is a game I want to very much play, is currently on sale for 30 bucks. Ooh, dude, you mm-hmm. gotta get it. The campaign is so good. So I good. I'm trying to figure out what to do because I am trying to save up as much money as I can. Then I had a thought. It's my birthday. <laughs> yes, your birthday is coming up. Yes, it is. Which is also a very awesome fact. Mm-hmm. Which is very exciting. You're a winter baby. Yes, I am. 
but it's Florida, so winter doesn't exist. I'm a spring baby. How dare you? How dare I? How dare yeah. I be born at a normal How... month for a baby to be born? How dare you be born? You know why yeah. most babies used to be born in spring? I didn't even know that was a thing. Why? Uh, it was more so back in the day. Sometimes it still happens because, you know, people, genetics, whatnot, naturally wanting to do it. Well, uh, the obvious reason is if you have a child in spring, they have most of the year to grow up and get a little more grown before winter comes. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Um, that's why mo like, most spring babies would survive. If they were born in the summer, they may or may not survive. And if they were born in the fall, it was highly unlikely they'd survive winter. And to any baby that was born during winter... Oh, poor you're, baby. You're either not going to make it or be very strong. Oh, my God. If any baby was born in medieval times during the winter and lived... They're going to go on to be like a knight. That baby was going to go on to fuck the world up. <laughs> <laughs> that baby was gonna make the world his bitch or her bitch somebody's bitch chaos was would ensue that's that's all i can say mm -hmm. or great things you never know but oh uh, another thing going on um mm. like i said halo infinite it's amazing mm-hmm and that made me go on a tangent of listening to Halo music, right? Because, right. you know, it's fantastic. Uh -huh. And I got the pleasure of hearing uh, the Mjolnir mix uh, again in the first time in a while. Uh -huh. And the way Steve Vai does that, like, does the guitar in that song is godly. Do you know, uh, I'm sure this is going to be a stupid question, but do you know who Steve Vai is? Yes, I do. He is godly. He is. He's absolutely fantastic. And uh, what's really cool is, you know, like, in the beginning of uh, the Mjolnir mix, or, like, the intro to Halo 2, or just, like, a little guitar riff, which is so amazing was done literally on his very first listen of the song. <laughs> He's that good. He's that good. Before, like, first few seconds of listening to the song, he is just trying to vibe along with it, try to, like, figure things out that you can do for the song. Very cool. Literally puts out the most influential and recognizable guitar riff of all time. You want to know what video game music I absolutely adore to this day? What? The original Spyro the Dragon. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I've never played Spyro. No, you haven't. Do you want to know who did the music for the first three Spyro games? Wait, I think I know this, but tell me. Stuart Copeland. Yep, that's right. Yep. For anyone who doesn't know who that is, he was the drummer for The Police, and he is also an excellent keyboard player. He made the entire soundtrack for all three games by synthesizing sounds from his keyboard. I wonder how they got him to do that. They asked and offered him a paycheck. True. <laughs> That's probably it. Uh, That's a pretty solid answer. 
but every single fucking Spyro the Dragon song for all three of the first games are just bangers. I mean, I don't listen to them in normal everyday life, but every time I play the game, the music is half the reason I play. They're great You're games. Hyped. You're getting they hyped. Are. But oh my god, the music is just so fucking good. So he would just play the level once, maybe twice, go to his keyboard, make a song. He goes, there we go. And like, that's, a, that's a pretty solid way to do it, really. Yeah. And he'd make these like 10 minute songs and they just put it on loop for the entire level. You never get bored of it, though. That's how you know you've made a good song. Yeah. It's so. And each song sounds different. It's so. It's so good. Video game music's good. Most of the time. No di- Most of the time, yes. Uh, a lot of old timey stuff's really good. Uh-huh. The Age of Empires theme will forever be stuck in my head. I, you've heard me playing Halo, the the lo- the classic Halo Three piano chords. Literally, I constantly do them every single time I see Master Chief. So da, that da, should be da, da. that da, and the da. dun da dun. Mm-hmm. I do it every single time it, you look at them in a cutscene. Every time. See something that reminds me of Age of Empires. My head goes. Do you ever go? Wololo. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> My head will randomly go. Wololo. <laughs> when it stops working, you're just. Wololo. Wololo. Dude, I grew up playing AOE too. So th- we should play it again. We should. I fucking love that game. Uh, Halo, uh, AOE 4 is out. I have yes, not, yes it is. I've not bought it yet, but I've watched many videos on it, and it looks super fucking cool. Um, I'm waiting for the winter sale <laughs> to pick it up, because I don't feel like spending $60 on a game. Civilization 6 is $9 right now. Really? It is. Is it on sale? 85% off. Mm. It is a $60 game. They're selling for $9 right now. I think I might just pick that up. You know what? I'm just going to grab it. <laughs> just nab it. Yeah. Just going to just going to nab it. Real when are you going to When are you going to get that deal again? Probably never. My dad is angry because he has played every single civilization since Civilization 1. Why is he mad? He can't run Civ 6 on his computer. That means it's time to upgrade. Yeah, I've told him this. Uh, he was like, yeah, but it's so expensive right now. And I've literally told him. Like, you can go to a pre-built or custom-built computer company or website, like CyberPower or what was yours? Skytech, which uh, yeah. I want to go on a rant about because they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. But go on. Uh, there's also now Light Gaming. L-Y-T-E. Their right. gaming PCs right now are starting at like $650. And they're coming with like Core i5s and GTX 1050s and 1060s right now. Which I don't think that's pretty... That's not bad for right now. That's really no. not bad at all for right now. Right uh, now is very hellish. So yeah, that would be great. So yeah, I literally told them. Like, you know... If you want to spend as much money as you would spend on a budget graphics card right now, 
you could get a whole gaming PC, including the budget graphics card, for the same fucking price. Do it. He won't do it. No, probably not. But you you can always remember you gave the option. Yeah, yeah, it was there. How much Civ Five did you and I play together? We played one playthrough. We started another, but never finished it. Yes. And according to Steam, you've played 24.4 hours. At least 12 hours of that has to be with me. I'm pretty sure most of it was with you. So probably 20 hours of that was with me. Yeah. And we only did one and a half playthroughs. It's a long game. It's a very long game. It was. It's fun, though. I like it. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I would never pay full price for a Civ game, though. Only buy a Civilization game on sale. Why? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's It's just become the, uh, the way to do things. It, it has. I, um, I have almost every Civ game but the first one. Oh, actually. And the sixth one. Um, oh. So you have Civ 3, right? Yes. Never fucking install it. It's not worth it. And I know there's 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 people out there who will swear up and down that Civilization 3 is the best one. No. That's like people saying Diablo 3 is good. Diablo 3 is meh. But that's like people saying um, Halo 5 is good. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I know what you point? mean now. Yeah. So... What I've heard is, like, the definitively absolute best Civ game is, is Civilization 4. Fair. That's the one everyone plays. That's the one... I mean, I love Civ 5. My heart's with Civ 5. It's the first Civ game I ever played. I've played more Civ 5 than any other Civ game. But if you ever wanted to play Civilization 1 and 2, there's... For any maniac out there, I've played it. There's something out there called Free Civ... It is an open source version of Civ 1 and 2 just smashed together. That's cool. Yeah. With Civ 2's graphics. So you can pretty much basically play Civilization 2 for free, open source. I love when stuff like that happens. Yeah. I think open source is a very good thing, especially on older games. Oh, yeah, very much so. We played a fuck ton of OpenTTD. Uh, oh, yeah. My dad would play Civ Free Civ every day several hours a day for years i convinced him to get steam and buy civ 5 my father has now played 12,640 hours of civ 5 in the last Your dad few years really liked civ, huh? he loves civ and he absolutely loves that he gets to play civ 5 now because he's like "Ooh, the graphics are so much better no shit dad welcome to 20 years in the future we and now have 10 years in the past we now have technology. Yes. When did the original Civilization come out? I'm going to look that up. It was a long time ago. My dad says never play the original, original Civilization. You will hate the graphics. 1991. You're like, you'll hate the gameplay and stuff. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I'm sure it's super zoomed in for no reason and just yeah. uncomfortable. Absolutely terrible. Civilization 2? Oh yeah, free save is Civilization 2. Um, without a doubt. Civilization 2 is not terrible. When did it come out? Uh, 1776. 
close enough. 1996 is when computer games, specifically strategy computer games, got good. Like, Warcraft 2 came out in 1996-1997. Age of Empires 1 came out in 1996. Like, computer games started getting good in the mid-90s. Of course you had Doom and stuff like that. But in the mid-90s, we got, like, we got Duke Nukem 3D. We got Quake in the mid-90s, you know? When, wait, mm -hmm. what did you say? I don't remember. Did you ask when StarCraft came out? No. Oh. What, when did StarCraft come out, though? Uh, I think it was 98. It was around... It was a little after Warcraft 2, but before Warcraft 3. Warcraft 3 was like 2003, 2002. So, isn't it completely crazy to think... Oh, it was 98, yeah. Hmm. To, isn't it completely crazy to think, after these games came out, two years later, Halo comes out? Oh, yeah. Like, simply look at the fucking graphics of these original games. The jump from those games to Halo, the original Halo, is completely insane. Would you like to know why that is? New technology. Yes, but specifically in 1999, something happened. What was it? NVIDIA released the GeForce 256. So that that that's that caused like a well, it beginning. was it was a big part of a a large thing that was happening, but. 1999 was a video graphics revolution, basically. Which is why from, like, 98 to 2000, 2001, you see this huge jump in graphics, right? Like, absolutely yeah. massive jump in graphic, graphical fidelity. Because in the late 90s and mid-90s, you had, like, voodoo 3DFX cards and, like, you had your sound blasters for sound and audio processing and all that. There's many other cards other than the Voodoo and the 3DFX and stuff. But those are, like, the big ones you can remember back in the day. Back in the day, you in the mid-90s, you had to have a graphics card for 3D games, a graphics card for 2D games, and a sound processing card. That's three different fucking cards, right? Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying here? Yes. I'm understanding. I'm following you. 1999, NVIDIA releases the GeForce 256. It can play both 3D and 2D games on the same card. You know, there was a Voodoo card that could do this, but it came out too late. The GeForce 256 was also the most powerful graphics card of 1999. It was one of the first graphics cards that could actually simulate like light reflecting off water. Not even reflections in water yet, but like light reflecting off water and shit like that. Very Jeez. powerful, very fast card for its day. And that is why Voodoo is dead. <laughs> NVIDIA crushed the competition with their debut card. That's, uh, you know, that's fair. And then NVIDIA allowed a little company called ATI or AMD to Never license, heard of them. license a blueprint from them, and they still allow them to do this. 
uh, to develop their own graphics cards. And AMD did just as fucking good as NVIDIA did at releasing graphics cards that were awesome every year. Yeah, no, never heard of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, AMD and NVIDIA basically came in and crushed the scene in 1999. That is why graphical fidelity made a huge fucking jump that year. Because the people that still make graphics cards to this day came in and were like, y'all suck at making cards. This is how you fucking it done. Exactly. And then they showed them how it's done. And then they they fucking showed them how it's done. Could you imagine, though? Oh, yeah, by the way, you knew that your graphics card is where your audio driver comes from, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can still get sound cards today that can process sound really, really well if you're an audiophile and stuff like that. But for generic HD audio, your graphics card could do that now. I think there's some other stuff that, like, uh, some fancy stuff that also kind of functions with it. But, yeah. You don't even need a graphics card now to use a computer. Like, you haven't for, like, 15 years now or something like that. Because... Intel and AMD processors have like some generic graphics going on. But dude. Definitely helps though. Could you imagine back in the day having to have three fucking cards in your machine just so you could play all the games you wanted to play and hear them? That would be I I that's uh I wouldn't build computers. I wouldn't build computers back then. I would definitely go to like a company that builds them mm-hmm. or just buy like a just buy some random like window or all right hold on time frame i gotta look at everything buy a time frame specific computer perfect okay now i won't get made fun of for not knowing literally everything in the world dude you can still buy a geforce 256 on ebay for 125 dollars but does it run too <laughs> The new Doom? Definitely not. Original Doom, yeah. The original Doom, that was like probably what they based off. The oh, look how look how fresh these pixels look. Okay, so Nvidia did help make graphics cards before the GeForce 256, but it was the first like GeForce. It was the first like actual Nvidia completely branded thing by itself. By the way. GeForce is GTX. Yes, yeah. For anyone who is wondering, they still they made GT and then GTX. Now we're on to ray tracing or RTX. So GeForce and... is dying. Yay! It took fucking oh. twenty years for GeForce to like stop being a family of graphics cards. Thank God, because now we can finally drive cars in peace. That's funny. Um, Thank you. <laughs> that was a terrible joke, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that was funny. Okay. So here's a little. Here's That's a because little, it was funny. Here's a little little history lesson on the GeForce 256. It fully supported OpenGL and DirectX or Direct 3D, not DirectX yet. Sorry. Direct 3D. They had RTX ray tracing. No. There were yeah. two different versions. There was the GeForce 256 SDR and DDR. The DDR was the high-end version. Uh, mm-hmm. It was marketed as the world's first GPU. 
graphics processing unit. Okay. It was a single chip processor with integrated to transform lighting, triangle setup clipping, and rendering engines that is capable of processing a minimum of 10 million polygons per second. I wonder how they like. I wonder how people figure these things out. I don't. It's, clear, it's clearly insane. It, for 1999, this was the fucking shit. You wanted this graphics card in 1999. Like, yeah. There was nothing like it before it came out. Like absolutely nothing could compare to this. Nothing. Like it was first like they coined the term GPU, graphics processing unit. 10 million polygons per second, that's nothing to today's graphics cards. Like, absolutely nothing. You know how many fucking polygons your, your computer boots up just when you try and boot up, like, Halo Reach? And trillions. To, uh, if I remember. Hold on, wait. Probably um, Sorry, but, uh... <laughs> what? There's a <laughs> one thing I gotta know on this topic about polygons. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, took the model of 2B mm. from Automata mm-hmm. and they rendered how many polygons were in her ass alone. How many? It numbered in the trillions. K trillions. Uh, product comparisons. Compared to the previous high-end 3D game accelerators, by the way, they called graphics cards game accelerators at this time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, such as the 3D effects Voodoo 33500 and the NVIDIA Riva TNT2 Ultra. GeForce, GeForce provided up to 50% or greater improvement in frame rate in most games. When coupled with a very low budget CPU. The later widespread option of the GeForce 2 and MX codes with the same feature set mentally long for the GeForce. Until approximately 2006, it was supported. In games such as Star Wars Empire at War or Half Life 2. Okay, so we're starting to get into this era. Yeah. This, it's the same graphics card, by the way. It was supported up until this time. Alright. So it lasted, it was like unending. I, I imagine, like, they, they kept releasing different versions, like, the same way NVIDIA does today. Like, did you know yeah. that the RTX, not the suit, the 2060, they re-released the 2060, by the way, just a few days ago. Really? Yeah. Like, like a new upgraded version? Yeah, uh, 12 gigs of VRAM. That's nice. Yeah. Same same graphics card you nice got. Little- just like yeah. doubled the VRAM and re-released it. I think a lot more actually, if I remember correctly, or not that much more. If I remember correctly, I have what eight? I think you have six. Six, gotcha. So uh, then, yeah, same as me. Okay. Yeah, I have a I have a sixteen sixty Ti. So basically, I have an RTX twenty sixty without the ray tracing cores. Yay! Um, it's, a, it's a good it's a good little card. I like it a lot. Excuse you, good little card. Okay, I've looked at reviews of the 1660 Ti. They're like, you can't play anything with this. Dude, I can play Red Dead Redemption 2 on, like, high slash ultra graphics. 
a lot of these people in 1440 and i can get like 60 plus fps doing that so then again i should say this i do have the asus tough edition that overclocked the hell out of this thing so yeah and that's a little bit of a difference that you didn't really take into uh yeah but even still like it's overclocked by like 200 megahertz which is a lot which is a lot don't get me wrong how are you gonna defend yourself come on keep it going but still, it, I it, they're like it's a budget card that could barely do anything. But like a 200 megahertz overclock, it runs 1440p Red Dead 2 on high ultra settings. I mean, that's not that's not a that's not a terrible card that's, to me. Yeah, it's not like you it's not like you completely changed the card. No, and I still have anti-aliasing on too, so I don't know what the fuck everybody's talking about. It being a bad card. Yeah, no, it, uh, if it can do that with just a little bit of an upgrade, then it's definitely not a bad card by any means. I mean, the RTX 2060 by itself could probably run Red Dead 2 in 1440p just fine without, like, a 200 megahertz overclock. Speaking of which, you gotta get a 1440p monitor. Uh, like I said, birthday. Yeah, well, we'll see. So the last updates for the GeForce 256, like, video drivers came out in 2005. They supported this graphics card for a whole six years. Granted, my GTX 970, which I had up until about six months ago, was still supported and still getting updates. And that would have been a seven-year-old graphics card. I I like how... uh... All these computer parts are supported for so long. Mm-hmm. My 970 was still okay. You know? I could still used it if you really wanted to. I, I could still use it if I really wanted to. I don't know how much more time it has, though, before it, like, kicks the bucket. I've had this have computer for... <laughs> I actually do that with my uh, old graphics card, too. I have a GeForce 210 on the top of my uh, bookcase right next to my GT620. And my sister is currently using my GTX 650. But when she's done with that, I'm taking that graphics card and I'm putting it on display next to my 620. (laughs) Graphics card don't quit. Whoa, okay. Hold on. That was sentence. Graphics cards... Don't quit. There you go. No, they usually they usually fucking don't. Um, I don't think I've ever seen like a graphic card genuinely like die. Yeah, completely die. Uh, Or what should I say? Like a complete failure. Because remember, mine did. Mm -hmm. That GT two ten or that GeForce two ten I have up there completely died. Like it's it's done for. Let me see. Look up yeah. when the two ten came out though. Um, when did the GeForce two ten come out? GeForce two ten was two thousand nine. Wow. Oh wow. I had the two ten before I had the six twenty. 
I went from a 210 to a 620 to a GTX 650 to a GTX 970, which was a massive jump. But I did that in 2015. Wow. It operated at a frequency of 520 megahertz. Oh, it had 16 shading units and 8 texture mapping units. This is uh -huh. not a gaming card, by the way. The GeForce 210 was like an office PC card. Guess how much VRAM it had. Two. Two gigs? Yeah. Less. No, nah, nah, just two. <laughs> Wait, less? Less. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go extreme then. Hmm. 500 megabytes. 512 megabytes. Dude, oh you were my like God. right there. Oh my God. Why, why 512? Why did it go? Why did it do that? Well, I'm, ass I'm assuming that's just what it shows. It does uh, not exactly like a full thorough choice egg. Yeah, like they usually do. Like, oh, do you know? Actually, there's a reason it's 512. How many megabytes are in a gig? Don't do this to me. How many megabytes are in a gig? Don't do this to me. Think you know I don't it. know. Think you know it. I probably 512, right? No. 500. No. How many me megabytes are in a gigabyte? Oh, how much? Oh, for some reason, I thought you were asking how much was in half. No, a thousand. A thousand what? Megabytes. No, 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 no. How many megabytes are in a gig? A thousand what? Thousand and twelve? Thousand twenty-four. Oh. Five twelve megs is half a gig. That is why it's 512 megs. You also got to remember it's late and we're both coming off work. Yeah, it is late, but... I don't know if anyone else knew that. There's um, 1,024 bytes in a kilobyte, 1,024 kilobytes in a megabyte, and 1,024 megabytes in a gigabyte, and 1,024 gigabytes in a terabyte. Don't ask me why it's 1,024. Don't ask me why it's 1,024, but it is. Oh, this card could game at 480p. Yo. <laughs> Yo, let's go. But yeah, I, I had one of these for a bit. Guess how many CUDA cores this thing has. Hold Excuse on. me? How many what cores? CUDA cores. You don't know what that is, do you? It's no. A, it's an NVIDIA thing. Their CUDA cores are like their processing cores that they have. Like, not their, like, GPU units. But for reference, uh... RTX 2060. I'm going to tell you exactly uh, how many CUDA cores this one has. So the RTX 2060 has 1,920 CUDA cores. You got that? Uh, okay, I, I just wrote it down. Go on. How much do you think the GeForce 210 has? 7,604. Try, try a legit end. Just guess. See if you can guess. This is like the nerdiest, most boring conversation, but let's just guess. Tell me what the other number was first. So the RTX 2060 has yes. 1,920 CUDA cores, right? Okay. Okay. You got it? Or you want me to guess which one the older... How much the older one How has? How much does the NVIDIA GeForce 210 have? Okay, so the, the good one actually has a 1,000. 
So this has to have like a hundred. I bet a hundred and ten. Less. Sixty-seven. Less. Twenty-four. Less. One. Sixteen. Okay. It has sixteen Kuda cores in it. Which, for for all you non-nerdy people, that that sounds like uh, what the fuck does that mean? Well, you just said that the the good cord, the good good one, the has current a day has a thousand. Not even current day. That's like three years ago. Graphics card had a thousand. Yeah. In the mid range, but basically, if on the GeForce 210, I decided to, I don't know, boot up Halo Infinite, it would melt. Probably, but that is the equivalent of trying to feed an ant an entire plate of spaghetti in one sitting in an hour that is a very weird (laughs) analogy gets my point across though it does it does it's just not gonna happen i think i I, yeah i think i fully understood it from your uh description i get it i understand now You, you you get it I'm learning. You're learning. Could you imagine if I was like a tech teacher at a school and my analogy was that? Oh my god. You would. F- you're so many students would fail. Why would so many students okay. fail? You think I'm a bad okay. teacher? So, what you gotta understand. <laughs> it's like they're sitting in the college. I can't uh, eat that many noodles. Hold on. There's a. They're all sitting like in like the big stereotypical college room, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have a plate with tin foil <laughs> and a cup. So I've made everyone spaghetti and gotten everyone an ant. And you walk up, and the <laughs> the class starts, and you look at everyone. Okay, everyone, take off the tin foil and open your cup. All right, make that ant eat all of that. Okay, and you go and sit down for the rest of the class. If you don't do this, you fail. <laughs> I'd be that teacher from the movie that couldn't actually teach, but they try. The movie tries to pass me off as like super smart. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Oh my god, I always hate that type of teacher in a movie. Like it all, it's always stupid. I know that, like, we just went on a rant about graphics cards from the late 90s and, like, early 2000s. Or I did. You could get me ranting on fucking anything. Another reason I'd be a shitty fucking teacher is I would be so easy to distract with a topic. You you rant a little bit, but that's a good thing for a podcast. It's a good thing for a podcast. How many fucking people want to sit through a fucking lesson on a GeForce 210? Hey, some people probably. <laughs> some people. Me, I would. Yeah, you and other would, people. Like how you. many fucking people are there who are willing, to, who have the attention span to sit through that? Not me, but I'm a supportive friend. I know you're a supportive friend, and I ranted to you about an old graphics card. Hopefully it gave <laughs> you some perspective on how far graphics have come, hardware-wise. I mean, I kind of had an idea already. You had an idea. But now you have, like, tangible numbers, I guess. I don't know if that means anything to you, but it means something to me. To have, like, 
a physical idea of how far things have come in the last 30 years. So you're definitely more of like, you got to see the numbers kind of guy. I like putting my hands on it. I like seeing what it is. That's how I am with machines. I like I'm definitely, what it can do. definitely hands on, but statistics mean nothing to me. Statistics? That's how it's all. Oh, fuck statistics. Yeah. Fuck statistics. But, alright. Here we go. Blah. What kind blub, of... Blub, what, what, glub, glub. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Um, okay. <laughs> but it's like... No, that, that, know, that was perfect. I know that a 1971 Dodge Demon is 250 horsepower with a small block V8 in it, and I know that a 2018 Dodge Demon has 800 horsepower with a big block V8 in it. Also, they have a camshaft problem, but that's beside the point. But you know what I'm saying? I like... Problems mean nothing when you have speed. Problems mean nothing when you have speed. But the thing is, I like knowing um, the capabilities of hardware and machines of different eras. Like in 1971, 250 horsepower was the shit in a drag racing car. Today, you go much faster. You know, t today 254 horsepower is like you're barely entering the sporty range of a of a of a Honda Civic. You know. Imagine you can take a Dodge Demon to the early days of car racing. A 2018 Dodge Demon to the early days of car racing? Yes. Well, first off, you destroy the car on the first track you went on. Oh, yeah, because it's dirt. <laughs> Didn't occur to you, did it? I'm... All right, look. Have you ever driven fast on dirt? No, I haven't. You have. So then you don't understand. No, you could I... figure it out. I, I could, but I have an idea of the fact that a car built for asphalt isn't going to do so well. When you throw it on dirt like rough terrain but you could figure it out i'm pretty sure you could lightning lightning mcqueen did it <laughs> i'm pretty sure you could modify a modern demon to, to to like handle an old dirt track i'm pretty sure oh you absolutely could. absolutely just toss some uh toss some dirt wheels on there learn how to actually drive it on Lift dirt it an inch or two probably how low are demons 2018 Dodge Demon. SRT Challenger Demon. Give me all of the specs. Air what are we talking here? Huh? What are we working with? What are we working with? Yeah. Let's see. Will it give me ride height? Do I have to, I have to specifically look up ride height, don't I? Most likely. Ride height is 1,458 millimeters. That tells me nothing. Wheelbase. Uh, does that say 57 inches? That's the top of the car. That's not the ride height. What the flying fuck? No, it's 57 inches off ground the ground. Ground clearance is 4.5 inches. That is the distance between the bottom of the car and the ground. Yeah, you're gonna want to lift that a little bit. Lift it just an inch a little or bit, two, at least. Maybe three or four. 
its curb weight is 4,280 pounds. That is lighter than I thought it would be. All right, so here's the thing. It's going to be on dirt. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of horsepower. Yeah. You're not going to be able to give it at all. But here's the thing. You definitely have a lot more power than anyone was ever working with at that time. You do. You, ha- you have the leniency to take it easy and still destroy everyone you're going against. You have a take six- a. You have 840 horsepower in 1971. Yeah, that is unheard of other than like a... That is a like supercar. A... Yeah. So, the fastest cars in the world in 71 probably had max 500 horsepower. And how much horsepower was... How, how much horsepower was a rocket going into space? A hell of a lot more than this. I want to know how much horsepower a uh, rocket is. Horsepower? Of a NASA rocket. How much horsepower <laughs> does a NASA rocket have? How much horsepower do the shuttle's main engines produce at time of liftoff? Uh, the three space shuttle engines can generate the maximum equivalent of about 37 million horsepower. <laughs> the fuel pump alone delivers as much as 71,000. The oxygen pump alone delivers 23,000. This is the STS-111. Then why are we just now hitting 1,000 in cars? Do you want a car to fly? (laughs) Maybe. We're also talking about different types of engines here. Trying to do different things. Are you saying I can't put a solid hydrogen engine in my car? No. No put a jet engine in a car though they did that in the 60s but nobody bought it i will never let that down well it's expensive kind of but nobody wanted a jet engine in their car at the time nobody was really concerned about the environment or you know the oil crisis also hadn't hit yet that was about 15 years too early do you want a jet engine in your car no no, definitely not. <laughs> I have a nice yeah. car, though, that does, like, really great gas mileage. You know what's actually cool? Hmm. Uh, Tanks. The M1 Abrams hmm. runs off a jet engine. Does it a really? jet turb? Yeah, it has a jet turbine in it. Do, do you know a jet engine can run off of just about anything that burns? Is that so? Yes. In the... Me- let me look up the car that had a jet engine me when i fill up my car with vodka as a russian soldier okay so it was the chrysler turbine car fuck it was a chrysler it was a turbine jet engine it was in 1963 and 1964 what you're telling me is I'm going to send you a picture of this thing. It was kind of ugly. They ran this thing on... So they were trying to sell it to, like, an Italian politician of some kind. And they claimed the car could run on anything flammable. This dude takes his wife's perfume and pours it in the gas tank. It work? Car fired right up. No way. Yes way. 
You could put anything that, flammable in this thing and the engine would go. <laughs> that thing does not look like it has a jet engine in it, but at the same time, it kind of does too. Look at the white wall tires. I love white wall tires. Dude, we gotta build a car with fucking white wall tires. You were really wanting that, uh, uh, that, uh, Subaru with the wood panel? Ah, dude. I would totally build a wagon. You're telling me you don't want to build a wagon? I never said that. <laughs> wood paneled wagon. A wagon's not a true wagon without the wood panels. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on. Legit. You gotta have the wa You gotta have the wood panel. I love wagons. Wagons are great. I love wagons. I love. Well, how how can you say wagons are great and then hate hatchbacks? Well, I hate the way hatchbacks look. Which hatchbacks are we talking? Are you looking at the right hatchbacks? Pretty much every hatchback doesn't look right to me. Now, a station wagon looks good to me because it looks like the right... It's big, you know. It's a Hololalo Mogongo, you know what I'm saying? Go take a look at the AE86 and tell me that's not a beautiful hatchback. I don't like the look. How? Literally how? How is it not the most beautiful car you've ever seen? Okay, go look at the Levin. How does the Levin look to you? Do you like the Levin? No. Okay. Why? Look. No, look up the AE86 Levin. Tell me if you like it more. The AE86 Levin. Yes. Mm, no. <laughs> you don't like that. How? It's a it's a sedan. It is, but I don't like the look of that vehicle. I would love to drive it. Don't get me wrong. You don't like 80s, do you? Excuse you? Excuse you. Yeah, I don't like 80s. Right. You don't like the 80s, do you? You weren't loved enough as a child. I wasn't you? loved enough as a child? Excuse you. <laughs> Hold your horses, my friend. I don't think you were I'll exposed you know, to the same. I'll have you know that I absolutely adore the 1984 Trans Am. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about little Japanese 80s cars. Little Japanese 80s cars? Dude, when it comes to cars that go fast, my heart is usually with American cars. Usually. I do I do love the MR2, though. The MR2 is a very nice car. All right. I do like How about this? This is... Honestly, I don't even need to ask this because I already know the answer. Mm -hmm. The, uh... Um, The R the R thirty four. Let me have let me get a fresh look at it. R thirty four Skyline. And the and the the Skyline all the Skylines. What year specifically? Any of them. Which ones do you like? Which one do you not like? Well obviously uh Connor, good old Paul Walker's uh Skyline is a beautiful car. Mm hmm That is undeniable. Ooh, it looks good in purple. I, I I appreciate the look of this car. Like I can respect the look of this car. I like it. I don't like the look of the new one, the most modern one. The I'm looking at the '99s. <laughs> Here, let me bring it up real quick. The. Hmm. 
So, all right. 99 is beautiful. It is a beautiful car. Very, it is, it is a completely iconic car. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I'm going to look up the newest version. Yep. That's not a Skyline. What? What's not a Skyline? It's not a, it's not a Skyline. The, uh, well, that one is. That one, I, does, I just don't like it. I don't think, I think it's too angular. There's a reason for that. Uh, what is, is it a GTR? Yeah. Okay. It's not a bad car by any means, but I will take the older version any day. Yes. Supers are also cool. I like Toyota. Toyota's very nice. I have just realized that about my, I've always like appreciated and loved, I drive a Toyota now. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry for it, Focus. Had to go. I I I got a I got a, I got a new Toyota. You're not sorry. No, I'm not. I'm excited for you to see my car, though. I can't wait to see it. It's so nice. It's got a little pep. The uh, speedometer is uh, 160 miles an hour at the max. Not sure. I need a new car. <laughs> not sure if my car can actually hit that. It's a it's a it's a newer Corolla. So I'm not sure that it can do that since it doesn't it has like the the smallest engine I think that can go on a Corolla the 1.8 liter. But it's got some pep. Like it's I think 139 horsepower for a 1.8 liter. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh I recently learned that uh the uh t- 2009 Subaru Outback came turbocharged mm-hmm. you gonna get one maybe they're very cheap but it's also 2009 and i'm currently trying to get out of a 2005 car or truck so i don't know do you think you could get a newer one a newer uh outback mm-hmm. that would be very nice ever since 2009 there hasn't been a turbocharged outback Except for the most recent 2020 Onyx Dude. edition. Um, the MSRP of a Subaru Outback is twenty seven grand. Yeah, no, they're cheap. That is not bad at all. No. For how good they are, they are not expensive hey, cars. <laughs> yes. You want to go get a Subaru? I do want to get a go. I do want to go get a Subaru. Yo, dude. I'm always down to go to a fucking dealership. If you want to go to Hell a yeah. fucking dealership, I'm 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 fucking I'm going. I'm there. How do you? How about we do that? We just go spend a day next time we hang out. We'll just go look at cars all day. You just want to go look at cars? Who doesn't love looking at cars? All right. Next time we hang out, you know, just, just go fucking hit up a car lot. Sure, why not? It doesn't even have to be an actual car lot where they're selling anything. Mm-hmm. We'll just break into a car lot and steal someone's car. Yep, exactly. We're just doing we're Ooh, just doing a drive along. How much are the Impreza's? Dude! Yeah. Fucking get an Impreza! But they're small, that's the thing. It's gotta be a family car. Why does it have to be a family car? Trevor? 
It's just gotta be. Why does it have to be a family car? I just it's gotta be it's gotta be big. Why is it gotta be big? There's nothing wrong with an Impreza. Do you like no, hatchbacks? I, I very much like hatchbacks. I had a perfect car set out. Look, I had a 2015 Subaru Impreza uh, wagon picked out, and it was beautiful. How much beautiful. was it? It was uh, 20000 Do you know what the MSRP of a 2022 Subaru Impreza is? It's not bad. $18,795. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. It wasn't 20000 It was 14000 Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was about to say it. That's weird. Of course, if you get a Subaru Impreza, you end up paying like twenty one, twenty two thousand, obviously, at the end of the day. But yeah, straight up, dude. No, yeah, it was awesome. Get I it. really wanted it. Get I really it. wanted it. I really wanted it. Get like really it. bad. Fucking get it. Everyone said it was too cramped though, but I I liked it a lot. I'm very sad. It's not on the lot anymore. It was. Uh, I just got. Who said it was too cramped? Who's going to be in your car? Like I don't want to I don't, don't want to answer. Okay. We we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. But um fantastic car. I mm-hmm. wanted it really bad and it popped up in my uh one year uh Snapchat memory. Mm-hmm. And I feel nothing but regret for not getting it. Crosstrek. Crosstreks are also fantastic, but they're still uh, small. They're more affordable than the Outback. I should uh like I haven't even I haven't gotten the chance to go take a look at them, but I would like to. I do uh, like the Outback the Crosstreks a lot. They're pretty beefy and you can get one with a two point five liter in it that pushes yes. hundred and eighty two horsepower. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty snazzy. That's, 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 that's a little less not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, they're snazzy little cars. They're, like they're uh, the the one I was just talking about, the 2015 Impreza. Um, it was just the two liter, uh, like regular two liter one, and I test drove it when we were looking at it on the lot. Mm-hmm. I'll see if I can find a photo of it because it looked beautiful. It was per- it was pearl white. Mm, I don't like pearl white. No, trust me, when you see this, you'll say, oh, wow, okay, that fits. That looks nice. It probably does. I just don't like white cars. There's too many. I have, like, a light... I have, a, I have like, a silver car. Then again, I've always had a silver car. I think silver cars... I think those dull metal colors are very boring. You'll Beige, like, silver, like my... and all that. I don't know. You'll let me... Okay. We'll see. Cause that's just that's just how I that's just how things are, um, but it was a it was a peppy little car, mm-hmm. and I had I had my family my whole family was in there so that's four people in all the seats, uh, and remember it's four wheel drive, mm-hmm. there's a lot of weight it's four wheel drive, and I'm like uh, I go I pull into a parking lot, and I t- uh, tell my dad hey yo I'm gonna do a burnout and he's like, you can't it's a four wheel drive. Uh, car, you can't do a burnout. Sure enough, I burn out of the spot and pull out of the parking lot. That's cool. Still on the test drive, but they don't need to know that. Who needs to know? Yeah, I got a call. Another thing that was funny, I got a call like a few months later after uh, 
after I went there and did the test drive and everything, mm-hmm. like, uh, hey, the guy who was helping you got fired. Are you still wanting your case to be opened? <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Unless he did something bad, then not poor guy. Sent you a picture of uh, a pretty close color match to what my car is. It's not a bad color. It's it's not bad, but I'm bored with it. You're bored with it? Wait till you see it in person. There's too many cars like that. Wait till you see it in person. Okay, okay. You'll like it. I just don't like white. I'll have any color but white. I almost got red, but red was expensive. Fuck. To be real with you, I would love to have a green car. Really? Yes. But I feel like a car has to be sporty to look good in green. I think that's one of Kia's biggest problems. Yeah, probably. It has to like I... look sporty. Like a Challenger I... in green, beautiful. Charger? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yes. Um, Soul? Never. Soul? No. Supra. I will. I will rather... I would rather shoot myself before I drive a Kia Soul ever in my life. R34, green. Me like it. Fantastic. Yes, very nice. You see, once the car is sporty, green is a great color. Base Honda Civic. Why? (laughs) Excuse me? I don't know about that. Not saying it's necessarily bad. I think that's between the lines because a Civic can be sporty, that's for sure, but it also can't be. It's all within. A, it's all within a certain. That's. I think Zero that's to the 60 line. In five minutes. <laughs> God. I love me a Civic, don't get me wrong. I think they're the perfect cars to just be a complete idiot in. Okay, I will say this about a Civic. I will say this. This is the most accurate thing I can think of about a Civic. There's nothing wrong with a Civic. Period. Very big emphasis on the period. Period. But there's also... But there's... It's also a Honda Civic. There's also not necessarily anything right about a Civic, but there's nothing wrong with one. The Honda Civic is the perfect centerline car. How much is a brand new Honda Civic right now? Honda Civics are like dirt cheap. I think it's like eighteen thousand. Uh huh. Uh, twenty-one nine hundred. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Is that for the twenty twenty-two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, this is a 1.5 liter engine. Is that turboed? I think it is, yeah. Um, the new, the new Civics are turbo. Oh, then that, they, that's why it's the 1.5. Yeah, they. Well, I think also the bigger engines are too. They got rid of the uh, VTEC system oh, and replaced oh. a different VTEC system and added a turbo. So they're still. Do technically a VTEC, but it's not like the very ill valve hmm. yeah i don't know it's weird i don't really i haven't done full research on it but that's pretty much everything i've gathered wow honda civic know. versus toyota corolla here we go 
Oh god. Here we go. Which one's better? Here's one thing that's consistent about Civics though. They oh. will always consistently be very fun to drive no matter the speed. What it tell you? It says that the Civic is better than the Corolla. I don't know. I don't know if I can say that. And man, the new Civics are nice. They are, but so are the new Corollas. Yeah, but not as nice as the new Civics. What do you mean not as nice as the new Civics? The new Civics are really nice. Turbo with nice engines. Right, but that's not what's important with these cars. What's important with these cars is reliability, comfort, and good transportation. And having you just enough bells and whistles. Huh? What are you, my dad? No, but these are low, these are small sedans. Yes, which you're supposed to have fun with. Who cares about reliability? Uh, they're comparing it to the 21. They're comparing a 2022, like, Honda Civic Touring to a 2021 Toyota Corolla. That's not fair. What What is wrong with these people? I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough decision. It is. But when it comes to Corolla... really close. Corolla, Corolla versus Civic. I I personally just genuinely have to go with the Civic. I mean, I figure you would. Yeah. I was going to get one. I, lo I genuinely looked at one a few years ago. They're I, very nice. I would choose the Corolla any day. I mean, obviously, I bought one. Because you already did choose the Corolla. <laughs> I already did choose the Corolla. Say they gave you the same offer that you got for the Corolla, but it was a Civic, would you have taken it? If it was the same offer and it was a Civic, like same year, same everything, mm -hmm. would I have also gotten the offer for the Corolla or just the offer for the Civic? Just the offer for the Civic. Just say everything is the same except, like, the everything happened the same mm -hmm. except instead of getting offered a Corolla, you were offered a Civic. Yeah, I'd buy but every, it. Everything else is the same. Yeah, I'd buy it. Fuck yeah, Fair. I'd buy it. <laughs> Why not? I mean, dude. If you could just get a new car and they offered you a good deal, you know, wouldn't you just take it? If it's like it's an upgrade, it's a good deal. Yeah, if it's an upgrade, I'm happy. Now I I don't see anything wrong with Civics. Civics are great. Um, I don't know. I just I just like Toyota more than Honda. I think that's what it boils down to for me. It's just personal preference. Honestly, right now, if I didn't have uh, if I didn't have so many. like specifications i have to go through to get a car i'd probably have a uh wrx right now i don't blame you yeah That's... but it can't be small and it definitely can't be uh uh manual oh it can't be manual nope i cannot have a manual That's because because other people want to drive it as well ah uh, i got you Think you're starting to piece it together, right? Uh-huh. Well, I had the liberty of choosing any fucking car I wanted. <laughs> Must be nice. 
Well, I was also on a time crunch for getting a new car. Yeah. So I just went in know. and just said, fuck it. I'll take a Corolla. Yeah, give me a car. Show me your cars. What do you got? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll take that so, one. So, okay, one big reason that I will always choose Toyota over Honda. You have a Honda engine, you have a Toyota engine. Which one's going to blow first? That's a tough decision, though. Is it? Yes, it is. Is it? Honda? Okay. Don't All get right, me wrong. Honda... Honda engine versus Ford engine, Honda's going to win. Honda engine versus, like, Dodge versus Chevy, Honda's going to win. Put it up against uh, a put, Toyota. Put it up it... against a Yoda. Sure, it's not, like, it's going to be a little bit of a difference. Toyota's, I, st- I still think, even though it's going to be a much closer, like, competition than any, like, American vehicle would be in this scenario, the Civic will come, or the, the Honda engine will come close to the Toyota, but I think the Toyota engine's going to outlast that Honda. Yeah, it will. That's kind of a, that's a set, but also, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. Honda Civics are like one of the most reliable cars ever. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you still see like, uh, why you see so many of the ones from the early '90s still on the road. Yes, and it's cool. I love that. But you also see Corollas from the early '90s still out on the road. Um, yeah. You know what? You also see late '90s Toyota Tacomas with hundreds of thousands of miles on them. Running just fine. I wish my truck was taken care of because then I could still drive it for the next like five more years and with no issues. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was treated like crap. Well, and thrown into the dirt. Well, ending on a sad note, today, <laughs> the time has come to bring this to a close. So, this was a fun time. Yeah, it was. It was probably one of the most tired conversations we've ever had about graphics cards and cars, pretty much. Isn't that how it always goes? Usually. (laughs) (sighs) Hope you all had a fucking fun time listening to this. Would uh, Would you like to do the honors, Trev? As always, I'm Trevor. Mm hmm. I'm fucking Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Dr. Do. Parry the platypus! And I gotta... <laughs> that was terrible. No, that was better than mine. Uh, I just have a little bit of wisdom to share. Mm, and what would that be? Little little thing I picked up in the Amazon rainforest a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it went a little bit like this. Yeah. Is that the world is made. peanut butter that is mind-blowing for half a second though i thought you were gonna say i bless the rains down in africa <laughs> no i learned that in africa man, not the amazon man in amazon stopped you along the way and said hurry boy it's waiting there for you <laughs> yeah no i didn't go to the amazon rainforest i went to the amazon headquarters oh that makes a lot more sense <laughs>